Hello and welcome back to the podcast Discipleship in Challenging Times. My name is Peter Morden and I'm from Cornerstone Baptist Church in Leeds. Today we return to 1 Corinthians. If you've been on this journey with me, you may remember that probably about 30 episodes ago now, we were looking at some of the chapters in 1 Corinthians and we stopped at 1 Corinthians 11. And I said that we were going to pick that up again at some point in the future and that time is today. The reading today is 1 Corinthians 10, 31 to chapter 11 and verse 1. And I will use it as an introduction to the chapters that we're going to be considering in the days ahead. Let's pray for God's help. Lord, we worship you today. We worship you for your wonderful, glorious character that is revealed to us supremely in your Son, Jesus Christ, and applied to our hearts by the Holy Spirit. And we praise you for your amazing ways. And we worship you for Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the life. Today we want to come to the Father by him, through the Holy Spirit, Help us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. So just a few verses today, beginning at 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 31. So whatever you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Do not cause anyone to stumble, whether Jews, Greeks, or the Church of God, even as I try to please everyone in every way. For I am not seeking my own good, but the good of many, so that they may be saved. Follow my example, as I follow the example of Christ." Wonderful words, words that we have read before, but as I say, I want to use that as an introduction, as a springboard, as we move into the chapters that follow. What can we expect from 1 Corinthians chapters 11 through to chapter 14? Well, we can expect to be challenged, hence the title of this episode, Challenge to Change. And we can expect to be challenged, I think, in three very specific ways. You may have heard people talk about up and in and out. And where I am in the Copper Beach Hub, our gathering here, Connect at Copper Beach, that's something that's really important for them and something that they reflect on all the time. Challenge, first of all, about up, about our relationship with God. We see that Paul prioritises that. Do it all for the glory of God, he says in verse 31 of chapter 10. And as we move on into the chapters that follow, we can expect to be challenged about our relationship with God. Also, we can be challenged about our inner life. 
as we see the Apostle Paul speaking, writing, we see someone of great integrity, someone who was pressing on in personal holiness, someone who wanted to take every thought captive and be absolutely under the lordship of Christ. And we can expect in the chapters that follow to be challenged about our inner life. So we've had the up dimension, focusing on God. We've had the in, focusing on ourselves. But then there's also the out, the focusing on others. And that can be in the way that I'm using this scheme today, our relationships with those within the church, those in what we can call the household of God, but also those who are wider, the wider community. Basically, we can think about our relationship with all the people that we meet. And that, I think, is where God is specially going to challenge us. We see it in the short Phrases that we've read today, Paul even talks in verse 33 about trying to please everyone in every way. He's not seeking his own good, but the good of many. And that focus on others is a key that helps us to unlock the chapters that follow. It's an integrating theme for much of 1 Corinthians and certainly for the verses that we're going to look at. And it helps us to interpret them rightly if we keep that in mind. When we come to the verses about communion, Paul is calling us to prioritize others. When we think about the verses about worship, the verses about spiritual gifts, one of the key things that Paul is saying is don't think about yourself think about others. Thinking about, think about the effect that what you're doing is having on others. And this reaches a crescendo, of course, in Paul's great chapter about love, 1 Corinthians 13. We are called to prioritize others. So as we go on this journey, expect to be challenged about the up, our relationship with God, Expect us to be challenged about the in, our inner life, our personal holiness, every dimension of our thoughts, and be prepared to be challenged about the out, especially about the out, how we are with others. And just for today, so that we have a takeaway for today, come back to that verse, verse 33. Even as I try to please everyone in every way, I'm not seeking my own good, but the good of many, so that they might be saved. This doesn't mean that we become people pleasers, blown every which way by people's demands on us. But it does mean that we seek to love in Jesus' way preferring the other, seeking to find our joy in God and in the service of others. How is God calling you to prioritise the significant others in your life today? How is God calling you to prioritise people in your church, in your workplace, in the wider world? 
what can you do to love others and to seek to please them for the sake of Christ and for the sake of the gospel? Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this simple, straightforward and yet so helpful and profound scheme that people use, the up, the in and the out. Thank you that it's profoundly biblical and particularly as we think about the out, it's a key that helps us to open up these chapters in 1 Corinthians. Today we pray that you would help us to develop our relationship with you and that you would help us to take every thought captive. And Lord, we lift especially to you those that we are going to meet today or tomorrow, those who are significant in our lives, perhaps our our spouses, our partners, our children, our parents, our special friends, those that you have given us specially to love. We think about those who may be in our small group, those who may be in an accountability group, those that we serve alongside in church life and the whole church. And we think about the workplace and we think about our neighbours, the casual acquaintances that we have. Lord, we thank you for the network of relationships that you have given to us. Help us to live, first of all, for you, and then secondly, for others. And as we give ourselves in this way, thank you that we, we find ourselves, that we find our joy in you and in the service of others, and so become truly alive, truly human, truly fulfilled. Thank you for the verse of the old chorus. Love is something, if you give it away, Help us to give ourselves to others today in the power of the Holy Spirit, to the glory of your name. Amen. Amen.